Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a look at movies, television, anime, video games, and let you know if it's worth a second. I'm your host, Jeremy McKinley, joined by... Mariah Peters. Welcome, Ms. Peters. Uh, Today we are talking about the Sam Levinson film, Malcolm and Marie, starring one John David Washington and Zendaya. 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 Let's do that. Basic plot of this movie in a nutshell. John David Washington plays Malcolm, this director uh, who just got his film uh, premiered at like a, a festival, right? Yes? He just got like yeah, a really a movie good premiere. Yeah. Okay, and everybody apparently liked it. And so he's walking on sunshine and comes uh, home t- with his girlfriend, and one of them isn't happy. And we basically see them unpack all. A whole look at what if what feels like at least four to five years of luggage of a relationship in one night, and yeah, that's basically the movie. Let's just hop into it. We're gonna be uh, spoilery because there's really no other way to really get into the nitty gritty unless we don't. It's on Netflix now, so y'all can watch it. So you have been warned, Miss Peters. Is it? Mm-hmm. What were your general thoughts in the movie? There's a lot I liked. There's a lot I, I didn't like. I loved, like, it was. It looked very pretty. It's a very pretty movie. It's, like, shot very well. Yeah, shout out to Marcel Rev on cinematography. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's really, really gorgeous. I love Zendaya's acting. As for, what's his name? John? John David Washington. David Washington. This is probably the best I've seen him so far. I haven't seen him in very many movies. I've only seen him in... I think I've seen, actually, no, three. Um, So this is the best I've seen him, but I felt like he was definitely overacting in some parts for me, so a lot of stuff seemed forced, I think, because of that for me. So so I felt felt like he was definitely outacted by by Zendaya, who brought um, something to her character, who is kind of like, in, in the movie, is the one that doesn't really have a lot going on in her life, but... Um, and I think maybe that's on purpose. Maybe it's like she doesn't have a lot going on her life, but she has more originality and is more of an interesting character, while he is the one that's more successful at the moment. But like she says, there's no, no substance to him, really. So maybe that was on purpose. But yeah, so I, I thought a lot of the fight, because it's just a, a two-hour movie, and you're just watching a couple fight for two hours. And that can be exhausting, and, like, kind of boring, but, you know, because the fight just kind of drags on, and then it, like, stops and starts and stops and starts throughout the night, and so some of those starts and stops felt very forced. I thought that scene in Marriage Story of them fighting felt a lot more organic, and, like, something would happen than a lot of the fights that happened here. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, Whenever they would stop and start, I did feel a lack of build-up to it starting again. Like, a person would be completely, well, not necessarily calm, but stewing in their thoughts, and then, like, you know, an immediate explosion back into the fight. And I, and I definitely would, I, I can definitely see the um, the almost abruptness of it as it, uh, as it, as it, as them going off in each other could, could feel like there's just a lack of build-up to each section. Because I feel like the fight has, like, sections, 
yeah. where it stops and starts, and then there's times where they're actually getting along. And, it's, and so the entire movie isn't just yelling at each other. There is a lot of yelling. But for me, anyway, I, I, I felt like it was, uh, it was spread out to such a degree that uh, I myself was not exhausted at all. I was... Um, I myself was fascinated watching it. I mean, also this movie is, again, like she said, gorgeous to look at. And again, all the shots with them fighting are very interesting to look at as well. So it isn't just like you're just watching the camera just do the basic over-the-shoulder shot, like back and forth as two people are fighting for an hour and 45 minutes. Like, Like all the shots they're doing while they're, you know, having it out are interesting to look at, like, as well. So if that says anything i would guess to say the, the cinematography kind of i wouldn't necessarily say saves it but it definitely helps it a lot because yeah. because i because the thing is i've seen because i've seen conversations that i feel like if you're going to use that basic back and forth camera just cuts to the person they talk camera cuts back to the other person they talk and back and forth you got to have some like aaron sorkin Tarantino level dialogue to keep me interested if the filmmaking is not going to be that creative. And, and I, I think that was the problem is that while it is beautiful to look at, nothing they were saying was that interesting or original. Like these weren't original ideas that I like. John David Washington has a lot of rants. What he like rants about the film industry. He rants about their relationship. Um, he goes along on a long rant about like how he as a man always gets accused of like having the male gaze and he's like well of course they're gonna say that because I'm a man but what if I wasn't and this and that and it's like a really long rant of him just like complaining about his state and like but it's like nothing you're saying is like really that unique or it doesn't make me think of like oh I never thought of it that way like I'm just like you're just like kind of these are just seem like such recycled ideas like if you're gonna rant like at least like take me to a new place authenticity which is definitely the word of the film um it's a i don't necessarily want to or for me anyway i don't like to put on a movie that it has to do something i've never seen before because that's an incredibly tall order to ask of anybody to just have an idea that no one's ever thought of no i'm not saying come up with something i've never thought of before but i'm just saying like to watch someone for two hours but i have okay i'm rounding up yeah an hour and 45 like, talk about something that, like, talk about things that aren't very unique. It, you know, it's kind of like, wow, this is so pretty. Too bad, like, nothing really original is being said. Hmm. That would, hmm. Guess I wasn't really... I thought anyway. the acting was amazing. Um, but I just thought, like, nothing... This was nothing kind of like... I don't know, it's just like, a, it's a toxic relationship. And they should probably definitely get out of it. Zendaya is, is the younger one in the relationship. She's in her 20s. She's in her early 20s. And she, you know, so you can un- understand, I think, when she kind of, like, bites and kind of goes to, throws the low punches. But Dave, John David Washington is, like, 40. So it just seems like you're watching a 40-year-old man through a temper tantrum. And you're like, I don't really understand why he's not... Like, more mature, I guess. Because age is just a number. I guess so, but it's just, like, weird. Like, if you've ever seen a 40-year-old man throw a temper tantrum, or a 40-year-old person, whatever, throw a temper tantrum, you are kind of looking at them like, what's happening right now? Uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, I, I, I feel like 
for me and like when i watch anything i don't like to put a necessary like a box on like if you're this old in a movie then you could you know then your personality has to be within this maturity no matter what or you, you again it's i guess you can't have a rest of development you can't be at a certain place i mean she even she even says in the film that like this is the best you're ever gonna like it's the best you're ever gonna get and in, in terms of like his worst and his best and there are people that like they, they once they hit a certain point they don't grow in terms of how to communicate better how to like 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 get control of their temper and now that and like she said now that he's you know had his first successful hit and that people are going to be kind of you know kissing his ass it it's kind of almost gonna be like he's gonna almost have even less of a reason to grow because people are gonna be start are, are gonna actually start to give him kind of more what he wants anyway so it's, it's kind of like you know that spoiled child that gets whatever they want he wasn't spoiled obviously but he definitely did grow up with you know, two parents. And I think he was spoiled. I think that's probably why the temper tantrums and why why he kind of has these random outbursts. And mm. you're just kind of like, I don't understand. He's the, uh, I, like I, he's I, even he's well, no, ran, he, he gets his review and he's like completely yeah. picking it apart and like yelling. He's like, "Where's my phone? Where's my ph-? ah?" Like and even I'm though, like even like doing? even though he's even though the review turns out to be good. In the end, it gets called a masterwork, and he's like chewing it apart piece by piece. Like I do enjoy that she's like just not saying anything as he's going off. Like she's like I feel like she's watched him go through this before because she That's says. That's why I'm like she, it's says so, she seems so much more mature than him, even though she's twenty and he's forty. Well, it sounds like she's actually lived a bit harder than than him in terms of life experience, mm-hmm. and I feel like when you have you tend to grow up faster yeah so it's so that would make sense yeah i guess so it's just like i don't know at 40 you'd think they would like even out but no he's just like still so so immature and it's like oh and 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 you kind of wonder why she's with him like she seems like it definitely i don't know i got the feeling that she was definitely going to outgrow him at some point but she is still a young woman and I feel like eventually she'll get to the age where she's standing on her own feet. And that is something that's to her character that's brought up is that she doesn't know how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. And she does make a lot of excuses for not going for things because she's scared. Yeah, I will say, and I know you said you yourself didn't take sides in this particular fight. I myself was leaning more on her side most of the time because she was trying to communicate shit clearly and he was just he's really fucking sensitive like he isn't really like like he like he she would say something and then he would take it and then he would take it to like eleven thousand. and like she said he liked it he liked doing that but i felt like they were both doing that like they they both this is definitely a couple that really likes like when they fight it becomes a competition of who can hurt each other more yeah. And less about, like, okay, we're having an issue. Let's try to get to the bottom of it and, like, see what we can do to come to reconciliation. They weren't really trying to reconcile. They were trying to both prove their point. Yeah, but I would definitely say she was definitely more the peacemaker than him. Like, she even said he has, he's incapable of de-escalating. Yeah, but then she still brought it up anyway. So she's aware, but she yeah. still fights. She's aware... Because she was like, I don't want to talk, at the beginning of the yeah. movie, she was like, I don't want to talk about it, nothing productive is going to come out of it. Yeah. And then he kept picking at her, and then she fell into the trap. Yeah. 
Like, I feel like he was going to pick at it no matter what, you know, until he got what he wants. So, I mean, and also, like, if he doesn't, I guess, fall into the trap, then there's no movie. So I guess we kind of have to have them be immature to some degree. You know, this is definitely a a character study because uh, it's, you know, it's there, there really is no plot. It's, it's just watching these two has this like unbelievably toxic relationship here just praying somebody has the nerve to break up with somebody Mm-mm. although i mean and for me because i've never actually been in a relationship this toxic um i'm you know just watching it fascinated uh, i'm also watching it as a um because you mentioned that you thought the act uh some of the acting was a bit over the top uh, more on John David Washington side than Zendaya's. Uh, there were, there was probably at least, probably at least one moment where she felt false, where like her performance rang false. Like, like everything else was fine, but there's a moment where they're outside smoking a cigarette and she puts on her iPod and then they yell at each other and it just felt, it felt off. And, and like, like it just, just it had to be probably at least a good 20 seconds where the performances just rang hollow for me, but and then it kind of took me out for a second, and then it brought me back in. But um, a lot of the fight felt like I felt like they were trying to maybe fill the runtime a bit. Like that's why a lot of the fights felt hollow because they were like, okay, I feel like they've we're kind of circling around. But that does happen in but fights. That, I, honestly, that does feel like honestly, fights can you can argue, but feel like you're arguing about the same thing for hours i know i'm not saying that but it's like it's hard to do a movie like that and make it seem like still realistic because you're because you're not actually having a fight it's like you're just kind of writing about what you people say in fights but it's like harder to get that across so now it just feels like i was like why are you just like repeating yourselves now I'm just giving her a look here, because uh, uh, in fights that I've had in relationships, um, stuff is repeated a lot. Because, yeah, but and, not, and like it, it doesn't, I don't think it translated to a movie platform, that's all uh, I'm saying. Well, I'll say in terms of repetition and bringing, keep bringing up stuff that happened earlier in the conversation, or just repeating it over and over again, because maybe the person that, that's repeating it feels like the person they're saying it to isn't receiving it. Mm-hmm. They just keep saying it over and over again because they're just like, get it, please. And that's why I keep saying it. And and, and, and so. that's true. I mean, he definitely didn't understand her. Like, she just wanted to be appreciated. What did he want? He just wanted to enjoy his night. Wanted to enjoy his night and... And celebrate himself. He also <laughs> ruined mac and cheese for me. That's what I hated about That's a dislike. So you have, you have seen this movie before me so you had kind of already like told me a little bit of the things uh you're griped with the film and you mentioned that his there's a scene where he's eating mac and cheese while like scolding her from across the house Ew, and the way he eats mac and cheese is so gross you can like hear it smacking in his mouth it just sounds disgusting and i'm like i'm pretty sure i could never eat mac and cheese again Honestly, and then he gets a like seconds even though his bowl isn't empty yet Oh, I was like, oh, like, this is just making me feel sick. Okay, I mean, for me, I, I feel like for when you told me about it, 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 you built it up, and then when I saw it, I was like, oh, I, 
It didn't looked bother like me. he didn't want to eat it. Well, he, he was, was being well, he, he, well, he was it. wolfing it down like he hadn't eaten in days. No, it looked like he was wolfing it down because he had to get through the scene of eating mac and cheese for the tenth time, and he he looked like he didn't want to eat it. Like if you've just ever seen anybody overeat, that's what it looks like, where they're kind of like in a comp food competition. Or yeah, something. well, I think someone did you was it you that told me that he like threw up. Or something because he was because he ate so much mac and cheese. I don't know. Because he did do a lot, you know. Obviously, in film, you do a lot. You do multiple takes, and if he's eating, I don't know. He's multiple takes. I heard that he like threw up, or something, because he just ate so much mac and cheese. But um, I digress. Um, one of these things this film did for me, and I, it was both a plus and a negative for me, was that it felt like it was shooting for two different mediums. Because it was shooting for film, but it also felt like I was watching a stage play. And, you know, it, it definitely fits, like, you know, the classic stage play model of, like, you know, something that happens in one place. Because, you know, in a stage, you can only have so many sets. You know, I mean, you could black it out and change a set at intermission. But generally speaking, in most plays, it's generally going to be one to maybe two locations that, that the entire thing is going is gonna to happen over. And... Some of the what I thought might be overacting felt more like stage acting, which works in that which which uh, both acting I I both enjoy, but I don't think they all, they necessarily you know belong together. Cause like you know like for like for example you know you can't do film acting on stage because you got to project everything. <laughs> well you know while film acting you can talk under your breath and there's more you can do more but you also like you know you start and stop and you start and stop while you know a stage play you just go straight through so there has to be this momentum that kind of keeps going and i felt like this even though this i think this was an original script it felt like it was uh, adapting a stage play at times i don't i didn't notice that i didn't but like now that you bring it up i can see why you say that, but I don't I don't think I mind that. Well, all in all, I thought this was actually a pretty good movie. I will say I thought I thought that it chose the wrong moment to end. There's a moment where she gives this whole, whole monologue because they're just this movie's both is a lot of them monologuing at each other back and forth. And she gives this monologue in a bed that has to deal with the word thank you. And then she kind of gets up and walks, walks, walks away. And I was like, end credit should be right here. And then the movie keeps going. And it goes to a point where, like, it there's kind of some kind of reconciliation, which is fine, I guess. But I kind of like the, the ambiguity of just, like, it ending right there. And then, like, we don't, we, we don't know the outcome of, you know, of, of their relationship after this. It's just kind of like it's just kind of like left hanging there, and I, I would have liked the ambiguity more. But then the film kind of just keeps going for another like ten minutes, and not a lot really happens. Like you know, there's a, a scene of kind of reconciliation, and then he wakes up, and again, all the shots are gorgeous. It even ends on a beautiful shot, which is kind of reminiscent of a previous shot earlier at night with the with the windows over the bed. But it didn't. But outside of it being pretty, I don't think it really had much to say. So uh, and so for and so for me, I kind of just sitting there like that should ended right there because that that's that's the moment to end on. 
in my opinion, anyway. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? I can't really remember because I watched it a few days before you, so I don't really remember. So, you know the scene when she's, like, talking about, like, I guess wanted to thank you for all these. So she's on on their bed or whatever saying, like, I guess wanted you to say thank you. Mm-hmm. And she starts going down all the things, you know, like, thank you for this. Yeah. Thank you for, be, you know, being a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Thank you for getting clean. Thank you for this. You know what I mean? Thank you for reading, you know, like, a hundred versions of your script, you know, like, or watching a, a billion cuts of your movie before it even, you know, got to just thank you for me being there with you the entire way. And then she just gets up and walks out. And I was, and I thought that was, like, that felt like a mic drop. And I'm like, that's, and, and in my opinion, it, it, it felt like, it felt like a place to end it. I don't know if I'd like it to end there. Mm-mm. It maybe went on a little bit too long, but I don't think that the ending wasn't ambiguous to me. Like I felt, I felt like it, like you don't really know what's going to happen with their relationship. I hope they're going to break up, <laughs> but I don't know. Like, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen there. Um, so, I didn't, I didn't mind, like, it didn't take any away any ambiguity for me. But I do think that I agree that it went on a little bit too long. But I don't know really why I feel that way. I just feel. Nothing, like, no concrete details to kind of latch on to for that. It's just a feeling. Yeah. And on another point to that is, when she was listing all of those things that she wanted him to thank her was, I realized that she didn't really have a job in that moment. And, and well, that we know of, you know, and that she is kind of like, he bonds her life, like, you know, and so she doesn't really have a lot of power in this relationship. And that's probably why thank yous are so important to her. Cause she doesn't really have, she doesn't have anything else in her life. Yeah, and uh, she, and it is brought up that um, she she's a support. He calls her a support dog. A support dog, yeah, yeah. One definitely got him already scolding hot water that he already dove headfirst into. <laughs> I mean, it was it rude? Yes, absolutely. But if anything, I hope that it was a wake up call for her to like get her life together and get away from this person that's not healthy choice for you. Mm-hmm. But um, I did feel bad for her. One thing I did was when she talked about how she was now never going to be able to tell her story. Because yeah, because already, it's already, it's yeah. already out there. And he kind of, uh, I'm not going to say he took that from her. I do think he took it from her. And when he was going down the list of like, he was like, you're not the only broken girl I've dated. It did feel like he was kind of collecting young, troubled women to tell their stories, to, like, steal their stories and profit off of them, which I feel like kind of made him a villain in my eyes, even though I take no sides. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't see profit, though. Like, I mean, I I, I see more... Yeah, profit. I, 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 well, well, I, mean, I, I mean, I see... Those are their I mean, stories to tell, and he's stealing them and collecting them and stockpiling them the way. He's stockpiling how his ex-girlfriend ties her shoes, how she walks... Oh, whatever, you know, no, little stuff in the no, movie. And I'm like, those are no, their stories, no, and he's no, just, like, stealing no, pieces of them no, to that, create this idealized woman in this movie. That being said, as an artist, because we both are, where else would you take ideas from if not from past experiences? Like, I, I mean, like, you can't... Yeah, t- but I tell my story. I don't tell... But if you have... But, but generally, in your story, there are other 
people, right? Like it's like like you know, if if you were to tell it, if, if you're telling a narrative, my, if you're telling narrative, you're not the only character in I'm there. But I'm telling it from my perspective. I'm not stealing other people's stories. Well, he's not telling it from his perspective. He's specifically telling it from these women's stories that he's strategically sought out to date, so that he can, you know, make a character. No, I don't necessarily believe that. He strategically sought them out for I this. I a little bit do, even if it no. was subconscious. I, I, I'm honestly, it sounds like he's just like attracted to damaged women, because he, because he mentioned a lot, a lot of them, likes to write and, and they all. Well, here's the thing. Like you said, he's been writing that script for years, so it isn't like yeah, exactly. So that's why he's dated a lot of girls like that. Yeah, but yeah, I But then he also mentioned that like. Like, you know, when she says, why didn't you cast me? And she's like, why didn't you audition? And then she just didn't. And I was like, wait, so I, wait, so, wait, so he asked you to audition and you didn't. I did think it was weird that he, she even needed to audition. Because he has to sell it to the people that he's trying to finance. Like, he, like, like, but like, he was, like, she was like, you fought for so much else in this movie. Mm-mm. Like, just tell them this is the only person I can make. But, movie but she still has to audition to other people other people you know like, like you get what i'm saying like the producer the people that are because he's not financing the movie he's the director he has to go to other people to believe in his dream to finance it so they have to yeah. uh, see it and, and believe in him as well so mm-hmm. she still has to audition like he can believe in her all he wants but if he yeah. being a being a no-name director you you have no you have no pull yet to be like you know like mm-hmm. like spielberg can pull you know dakota fanning out of nowhere and be like i'm gonna make her good and it's like it's spielberg so i'm gonna trust him but I guess I just don't know what kind of movie it was. I kind of saw it more of an, as an indie in my mind, but maybe not. The, the film? Yeah, like oh, yeah. His, yeah, it's definitely an indie, but indie films still cost multiple multiples of millions of dollars still. Like, you know, like this movie took place in just a house with just two people, and it was $2.5 million. I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely an indie, but, you know, but indie is many levels of indie. You know, there's, yeah. par- there's paranormal activity indie, which is like $500,000, and then there's like, you know, most Blumhouse films, you know, the, the yeah. are like they're not indie, but they're like all five million dollars and under. Which you know, a lot of indie films that's their budget too. So you know, so if we're just talking indie by budget, could he have fought for her more? One hundred percent responsibility it obviously needs like 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 needed to be taken on both sides. And yeah, for sure. I think, and that, I, but I think she's like kind of more self aware now than him. Like even through the arguments, I think she was kind of like. Yeah, I do need to take responsibility for my own life. Yeah, he takes. Um, he does. You're right. He does take way less responsibility. And I for feel his, like for his yeah. uh, his problems. I feel way like less. He wasn't really hearing or caring to change. Also, I think it's an age thing. She's a young woman. She can change and grow. But he's kind of like you can't really teach an old dog new tricks at a certain point. And I think he's probably not going to change. Yeah, it definitely felt like a cycle because he. She would say something, and then he would. There's, there's a point where I thought he was going to apologize, and he didn't. He just kind of kept making it worse. And also, his life seems like a cycle. He like finds a young troubled woman, dates her, writes a little bit more of his script. They get in a fight and break up, and then it just feels. But to like be, this but to be fair, we don't know how. Yeah. Those like we just heard about those relationships and kind of vague, yeah. so we don't know how they ended. Like like whether or not. But it they, just feels like a cycle of him going from one troubled woman to another while he's writing this script. And this is just the one he happens to be with now. And he's telling her 
all of these horrible things, saying unbelievably cruel things to no, her, yeah, he and then uh, says he that he loves her. He definitely uh, but then took ends it 80% by, over. But no, but then ends it by saying, like, I love you. I love and, you. Yeah, it I was just, it's definitely emotionally abusive. It was definitely some pimp shit of, I'm going to slap you and give you a sandwich, and you're like, yeah. what? I'm <laughs> Wait, I'm, yeah. I'm confused. He, he, so, yeah, because he's saying, like, you are this horrible person, and you should be happy that I'm with you. Like, I'm with you because I just love you. I don't need you. I just love you. And that's on you if you can't realize that. There's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's, he's, he's definitely dropping some Jedi mind tricks, or should I say Sith mind yeah, tricks. Yeah, he's definitely gaslighting her. She needs to get out. Get out, Sandia. I mean, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, do we have anything else you want to talk about in this film before we give our final uh, scores? Nope, I think that's it. Other than um, if you or someone you love is in an emotionally abusive relationship. Call 1-800. Seriously, though, get out while you can. Yeah. You can do it. You are strong enough. Yeah, self-worth. Find it. And uh, yeah, all that. Your final rating? Mm, out of 10. 7. 7 out of 10? 7 out of 10. Mm, okay. Um... Thought about it all day. Watched this movie uh, this morning, and really felt favorable to it. Uh, definitely, the performances stuck with me more. Uh, I enjoyed. I was just to me, I was fascinated. Uh, it, you know, it being a kind of fight that I've been in part of, but I, I always felt like I was. If I were him, I was going to, like, take a different turn. But he always seemed to, like, take the worst path at every crossroad. So, um, but, yeah, I, I, I really did uh, immensely enjoy it. The cinematography is gorgeous. I honestly hope this, uh, uh, the guy who did this, the person who did this, uh, gets some recognition. Uh, Oscar uh, nominations, I definitely think are definitely, uh, need to be in the cards. Because just this movie is too gorgeous to not get that person more, more work. So, uh, I'm gonna give this movie an 8.75. Not quite a nine because it's not, it, it, it just had some things that just, that brought it short, but I did have a great time with it. Thank you for joining us at first glance. You can listen to us on Podbean and on iTunes. And until next time, I am Jeremy McKinley. I'm Mariah Peters. And thank you for joining us.